Jesus has compassion for you, and he's provided everything you need. Receive from him today. Join Kenneth Copeland on the Believer's Voice of Victory as he shares how the power of God is present to heal and deliver you. Matthew chapter 8, when he came down from the mountain, great multitude followed him, and behold, there came a leper and worshiped him, saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. Now, here is a guy that did not know whether it was his will or not. Now, this man believed that he could. Now, the, the man that brought his lunatic son didn't know that he could. He said, if you can do anything. So he wasn't, the reason he wasn't all that sure is because his disciples didn't get any results. Amen. But now this man believed that he could. He just didn't know whether he would or not. Now put yourself in this leper's position. We know from Luke's account, Luke's a physician, he said he was full of leprosy. He's, he's, he's hours before dying. Stinks. Those nasty running sores. Filthy, filthy, dirty clothes. Nobody will get, can't get anywhere close to him. It's been a long time since anybody has said to him, I will. Anything. We're going to see something about Jesus here. Are you ready? Oh, I love you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Jesus put forth his hand and touched him before he said, I will. Ain't nobody touched him. Nobody has touched him. Now we find from one of the other accounts that the man was on his face. He wasn't on his knees. He was on his face. Jesus got down there in the dirt with him and got in his face and said, I will. And he touched him and then he said, I will. Amen. Oh, 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 my, 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 my. And you have some idea that he's not willing to get in your deal with you. He's already in there if you just. Well, Brother Copeland, I, I, I just don't know what else to do. Well, that's praising time when you don't know what else to do. Are you spending enough time with him? Which are you spending the most time on, the television or Jesus? You're going to have to ask yourself that question. I mean, whether you're sick or not, you're going to have to ask yourself that question. Because if you're not spending any time with him, sickness is coming. Amen. There's a difference between being healed and being well. You can get healed from a situation and still not be well. Well, I wish I had time to dig around in that, but no. 
Immediately the leprosy departed. Now Mark chapter 1. Mark chapter 1 and uh, 40th verse. There came a leper to him, besieging him, kneeling down to him and saying unto him, if you will, you can make me clean. Jesus moved, moved with compassion. Compassion creates a feeling, but it is not a feeling. It is a person. Compassion is a manifestation of love himself. Compassion moved him. Hallelujah. That same God, the scripture says in the Psalms, he's filled with compassion. In many cases, the same word translated mercy is translated compassion. So many cried out to him and said, have mercy on us. And it's healing they were, they were crying for. Well, I don't know how I foul this thing up. I don't know what's wrong. Well, hey, sweetheart, mercy is what you're looking for. That's the word you're looking for. And the fourth chapter of Hebrews is where you're looking for. Come boldly. Where? And obtain. It didn't say come and cry. Come and obtain. Of what? Grace and mercy. Come obtain it. What did David say? Mercy. Mercy follows me. All the day. It's just following around after me all the time. Well, I got some news for you. Mercy's living in you. It was following him. We, we keep plugging these things in here because we're, we're still settling the question forever that healing belongs to you, deliverance belongs to you. Praise God. The ball is in your court. Amen. And it's not the trying to get him to, it's the receiving from him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Now then, Luke chapter 5, same case. There are, for the benefit of your study, there are 19 individual healings in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Now, it looks like there's a lot more than that, but like in this case here, uh, it's recorded three different times. And each one has a, a little, little different insight and you put them all together and you have the picture of it. So, of course, there are an an, an, an incalculable number of people. We only have, in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we only have this little snapshot of three and a half years of ministry. And what we have and what we're studying is only right at 30 days. 
So John said, if it was all recorded, the world couldn't hold the books. But when we get to heaven, we can read them all. Got plenty of time. I want to see them all, man. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, here in Luke 5, 12, it came to pass when he was in a certain city, behold, a man full of leprosy, seeing Jesus fell on his face. Well, now, Brother Copeland, one said he kneeled, and the other one said he fell on his face, which is true. Both. Both. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, Jesus. Just so you know. And at my age, you have to be healed to do that. You understand? (laughs) So. If you will, you can make me clean. He put forth his hand and touched him saying, I will be thou clean. Now, a more literal and more expressive translation of that in each case is, Well, of course I will. There are translations that translate it that way. He didn't just say I will. He said, well, of course I will. That's why I'm here, Bubba. That's what I came to do. That's why I came. I came here just for you. I came here to put my hand on you. I came here to get down here in the dirt with you. I came down here to get this leprosy off you and give you your life back. That's why I came. That's why I'm here. Amen. And that's what he's doing today. That's why he's here this morning. Is to get right here in the, the, the dirt and the mud and the, and the tears with you and me this morning. Oh, the glory's here, dear God. Something happened just as I said that. Oh, Lord Jesus. Whatever it is, just, just, just take it. Just, just take it, dear God. I take it. Emphysema. Go on and breathe. Oh, glory to God. And you just... Whomever that was just said, I never, thought I'd, I never thought I'd see the day. I never thought I'd see the day that I could breathe like this again. Asthma, gone. Glory to God. Gone. It's gone. It's gone. Now then, as, as far as I know, this will be the last one that we uh, talk about this morning. But let's go over to Matthew chapter 9. Matthew 9. Now, each one of these, Matthew, 
and Mark and Luke, each one of them has something very, very important. Matthew 9, 2. Well, we have to read the first verse. He entered into a ship, passed over, and came into his home city, his own city. And that would be? And he is at? Behold, they brought to him a man sick of the palsy lying on a bed. And Jesus, seeing their faith, said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, be of good cheer. Thy sins be forgiven thee. Cheer up. I'm saying this to you this morning. Cheer up. I don't don't care if you're... If you're hurting like you've been snake bit, cheer up. I don't have anything to be cheered about. Yeah, you do. Jesus is here. Cheer up. Well, what do I got to be cheered about? Your sins are forgiven. That's what you've got to be cheerful about. Your sins are forgiven. He has forgiven you. All he's waiting on out of you is for you just to confess it and receive the forgiveness. He's forgiven you. You don't know what I did. I don't know what you did. I don't care what you did. He's forgotten it. Why don't you? Just confess a sorry thing and go on about life. He said, I, even I am he who is for my own sake. Not your sake. For my own sake. I am he that blotted out your transgression and I will remember your sins no more. If he remembers your sin, he can't bless you and he's all about blessing you. He has forgotten it. It's been wiped out. Now all you need to do is wipe it out of your consciousness by laying hold of the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. And while you stand praying, forgive if you have ought against any. That's the nastiest sin of the bunch. Hallelujah. That and worry. Mark chapter 2. And again, he went home after some days. And it was noise that he was in the house. Where has this been all this time that we've been reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? It was there all the time. But I, I really believe this. It's just now time for us to begin to get a hold of some things like that. Get very personal with him. He's calling you to be very personal with him. Amen. Why don't you let him come to your house? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, you, Lord. (laughs) Glory to God. Straightway, many were gathered together insomuch that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word to them. You hear that? Make note of that. The first one, He said, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven. The second one, he preached the word to them. 
Now, I used to think this was a hostile crowd, but it was not. He was not in their house. They were in his house. And they had come from the whole countryside around there. Amen. And, you know, Jairus, his friend's leader of the synagogue in Capernaum, probably has something to do with that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So, notice here. They came to him bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. He saw their faith. He said to the sick of the palsy, Sons, thy sins be forgiven thee. Well, we know he said, Cheer up. Now, hey, get the picture. He's standing here. You know, he didn't wait till they got on the ground. Hey, boy, cheer up. Your sins are forgiven. And he's thinking, I should have known that. <laughs> huh? Come on. This was big in the eyes of Jesus, and it's big in the eyes of this man because two out of three record. Cheer up. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory. But there were certain of the scribes sitting there and reasoning in their hearts, why does this man thus speak blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God only? And immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they so reasoned within themselves, he said unto them, why reason ye these things in your heart? Whether is it easier to say to the sick of the palsy, thy sins be forgiven thee? Or to say, arise, take up your bed and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. He saith to the sick of the palsy, I say unto you, using words as healing tools. What did he do when he did that? He released his faith and anointing. He said... Arise, take up your bed, and go your way into your house. Immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went forth before them all, insomuch they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, we never saw it on this fashion. It didn't say they immediately took counsel on, on how, to, how to kill him. This was not a hostile crowd. Oh, they were amazed. Amen. Amen. Now, Luke 5. We're going to get another piece to this miracle. Verse 17. And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching. So now we know that he preached... And he taught. Right? Say he preached. And he taught the word. Well, one said he, he, he taught. The other one said he preached the word. All right. There were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. 
That's what we mentioned a moment ago. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Of course the Lord, the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Jesus was there. The Holy Spirit, the healer himself was there. Jesus said it's the Father that dwells within. He does the work. What was the problem? How come they didn't make the connection? Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.